0: I'm Dave Stockbridge, and welcome to my top five this week. And this week, our top five is the top five things that buyers get wrong. Number five, buyers just go to open inspections and don't make times for private viewings. Now, there's over 35% of the properties that are on the market aren't open for inspection this weekend. And therein lies an opportunity for buyers that are prepared to be patient and make private times to view properties. Of course, if you're sending in a property that's not open for inspection, the chances are you're not negotiating in a competitive environment. And we know if there's less competition, then the deal is going to be better for you. Number four, they listen to friends and family and don't seek out the opinion of the experts. Buyers often seek out the opinion and advice of friends and family and often unsolicited advice from friends and family comes your way when you're buying and selling real estate. But the reality is, unless these people are buying and selling real estate on a really regular basis, the chances are they're not experts in the field. My best suggestion to anyone is to align themselves with a a good banker or a good financial broker to find themselves an excellent conveyancer and somebody who can provide them with great legal advice. And of course, if it's at all possible, find a real estate agent in your marketplace that you trust. Align yourself with that agent and ensure that you're getting the very best information from the highest quality sources possible. The number three thing that buyers get wrong is they think that they can buy at auction, subject to finance, subject to a building inspection. Now, buying a property at auction is certainly very different to buying a property by private treaty. In other words, with auction, the contract is different that you're bidding upon. It is an unconditional contract. So there's no cooling off period. There's to be no finance clause or any other due diligence clauses like subject to building inspection, for instance. You have to get everything organized before you bid. And unfortunately, you don't have that safety net of a finance clause. That's to ensure that there's parity between the terms being offered by those people that are bidding on the property, and therein lies the opportunity for those that can get themselves organized. You put yourself in the box seat to buy at auction. The number two thing that buyers get wrong is they don't get themselves organized. Too often we find that buyers go just to have a look and then find the home that they love and find that they're also behind the eight ball. They haven't organized their finances. They haven't got a conveyancer ready to go. They certainly don't understand the implications of the purchase and that they need to get insurances sorted out, and all of those other issues that are around a real estate transaction. So the best advice that I can provide anybody that's even remotely considering going to open inspections this weekend is, get yourself organized just in case you find the home that you wanna make your very own. So the number one thing that buyers get wrong is their negotiation. So buyers assume one of just a few postures ordinarily. One is the hardballer. These are the people that just don't give themselves enough room to move in the negotiation because they've sandbagged themselves at such a low level that if they were to move, ultimately they lose face and of course, miss out on the opportunity to perhaps buy the home That they love. Then we come across the overtalkers, those people that just don't know when to stop. So a great way to characterize those people is, well, I'll give you an example. A overtalker will say something like, I would like to make an offer on a home of $500,000. But um, I'll go to 525 if I had to and maybe even stretch to 530. I don't know, maybe just have a chat to the vendor and get back to me. When the right way to do that would be, Mr or Mrs real estate agent, we'd like to place an offer on that property and we've got 500 that we'd like to offer. Full stop, pause. Now normally the person that speaks next loses in the negotiation. And once you understand that very basic principle, you'll understand the power of the pause. I hope you've enjoyed my top five. And if you have, and you're looking for the very best of real estate information and advice that'll help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars, then please tune into my weekly podcast and like my Facebook page. I'm Dave from Real, and I look forward to seeing you next time.